recently I had the idea of walking down the aisle to uh to real banger. I did that the other day and so does that mean you're you're actually gonna walk down the aisle if we play that? No. But I did that the other day and somebody's like, Are you doing the SpongeBob thing? I was like, Yeah. 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 Oh, did you check our Instagram recently? Mm mm. Go look at our page. At the most recent post. I want you to know. I don't know how long it was gone, but one of my coworkers was like, Hey, get on get on Instagram. I sent you something and I was like, Oh, cool. My Instagram was gone. It just got deleted. I was wondering why I could never fucking tag you and shit. I don't, like, I don't know why. It was just, go- I don't know how long it was gone for, because it's not, like, the one Probably I Probably because you're for. so fucking inactive. Probably. But, uh, yeah, so, I was like, oh, well, that's fun. Oodles. Oodles of fun. Aww. Are you there yet? Did you see? The little floofers with our stickers. And let me just say, that's the same floofers that I posted pictures with. And this floofer is just, she's like a little corgi golden mix. And she's so fucking cute. I want to kill everything around me. That's how cute she is. I I don't know. That dog. She's got like a little mohawk. And she's a little bow legged. And little bow legs. Yeah, she's really, really cute. I'm sure she, when she's up for adoption, she's going to go fast. No, just a little baby. Just a sweet little thing. I know. She's precious. If you, listener, would also like to hear, or I should say, see the sweet little thing on Instagram that is our now like our biggest fan, uh, go to Instagram and look for the TSIF podcast and go like our most recent post because it's real cute. It's so cute. That is so baby. I know. She's really, really cute. So how was your week? It's pretty good. Pretty good. I got some news. We're a big, we're, we're adults officially. Okay. I don't know what that means. We bought a couch. Oh, okay. An expensive All couch. Right. Oh. We're talking like Ooh, like wow yeah you won't ever catch an expensive couch up in my house two thousand dollars expensive oh my god what is wrong with you my car costs just more <laughs> than your couch stop it yeah we're leasing it for the next two years oh Jesus Christ yeah you know that couch is gonna be nice for like approximately two three weeks maybe maybe that's fine M- that's like a long shot. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's okay. I, I had to chase Umbersal off of... We got a new rug from a friend of mine, and it's a pretty nice rug. It's, like, so plush and comfortable, and it's kind of cute. And we've been trying really hard to keep it really clean. And Umbersal tried to throw up on it the other day, and I had to guide him off of it and just stand there over him, <laughs> holding him in place, so he didn't just go to the rug and throw up on it. Yay. Yay. Owning yeah. animals. Yeah. Um. The dog spilled paint on our carpet, and it's, like, uh-huh. an off-white you know well that's why you don't let dogs paint on the carpet well i know i know shame on us first of all it's an outdoor activity (laughs) but i thought it was like an off-white carpet it's dirty don't get me wrong like it's it definitely needs a cleaning but we took oxyclean to it to clean off the paint it's a white rug it's a white and blue Mm -hmm. rug it's not an off-white it's a white rug yep so i get to clean a carpet today that's fun i actually it's funny once we get off the phone off the phone once we get done recording, Chris and I are going to clean up the house and along with doing like the typical weekly chores, cleaning up the kitchen, da, 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 starting fresh and clean. We also are going to be cleaning the front porch and and the back porch. Oh, shit. 
I'm pointing to it, but you're not looking. I'm horrified. I don't want to clean the back porch. I'm scared. Okay, but here's the thing. Like, the worst part about it, okay, is that our bed is directly next to that door. Mm -hmm. So, like, trying to get things out of the bedroom is, like, pulling a maze through. And there's, like, a couple of things that need to be thrown away. Like, uh, there's this big storage cabinet that was technically probably indoor storage, but I used it as outdoor (laughs) storage when I had my plants back there. And not a good, not a good mix at all. And so that's got to be removed and all the weeds and plants and spider webs. Yep, 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 yep. There are so many spider webs back there. Oh, I bet. There are fucking, okay, first of all, so I told you also about the couch. They are supposed to deliver it. They said before noon. I doubt that's going to happen, but they might pop in while I'm recording. So I got you. Just a heads up. But also on the spider's note I, where I work is kind of like in the middle of nowhere. We're just like a stop on an exit. So there's like a massive, like there's fields surrounding the entire shop. I drove to work one morning. No, no. I went out to lunch, you know, like four hours later. My entire car was covered in cobwebs. No, no, no. Ah! I was all, literally I've been here. I've been here for four hours and you guys are just going to make work of my car like that. Why does that make me think of like the, from SpongeBob, I think they were the nematodes or whatever, the ones who just like consumed everything in their path. Yeah. Why does that make me think of that? It kind of sounds like it. That's why. Just just picture a montage of like a thousand million (laughs) spiders all over your car, just like weaving it together and running on to the next car. Yeah. And you can like see them because like one of the windows in like, like the front, I could see someone like one of uh, my coworkers cars and I could see the spider webs in reflecting in the sunlight hanging off of his car. Yeah. So that's fun. Oh, I don't like it. This is why I don't like rural living. Yeah, me neither. This is why I'm not much of like a city girl, but I'm also not like a rural kind of, you know, a country living gal. I need to have good clothes. Yeah, I need to have close neighbors. I need to be able to walk to a store (laughs) and get to the Walmart within five minutes if I have to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no. uh -uh. I ain't about that life. Also, you're missing out this year. I'm sorry to say we're doing it without you. Me and Oliver and uh, my Sunday D&D group, including, eh, including, including Andy, are going to Fear Farm. Fucker. No, but yeah, guess what? I get to see you in two and a half more weeks. I know. And we're going to spend like four days together. And I'm so excited. Wow, it is four days. But do tell us about the saga of the turkey now. There is no news. We need updates. There's no new news. Oh. Are you buying them a new turkey? Um, you know, we we're supposed to, but she hasn't called. So Oh. Maybe she just took it as the loss. I I don't know. So he's not allowed in the backyard anymore, unsupervised. Really not yep, allowed in fair. the backyard at all anymore. Fair. Because he can bolt too easy. You just kinda keep him up front. Fair, fair. It's been it's been fun. Um he got sprayed by a skunk again and while he was on his Again? I don't I can't remember, it was last week. Oh, I think you told us yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it sprayed its his harness, so Ew. his harness still smells of skunk, so every time we put his harness on him, he then smells like skunk again. Ew. That's icky. I'm sorry. That's fine. Mm, not great. Well, that's, I mean, that's not a bad week, though, and, you know, seems like things are going well. Is that correct? I think, yeah. How's your week? Good. Uh, it was busy. Very, very, very busy. But, you know, it's it's going good. And 
I'm excited to have my days off. Uh, tomorrow's a busy day. I have a hair appointment Ooh. at 9 a.m. Ouch. And then from there, so there's this chopped judge named Scott Conant. Conant? Anyways. My mom is a really big fan, and he is doing, like, a book signing thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he's doing it, like, sur le table in Scottsdale. And that's the one I was going to be able to go to. And then I looked up the info and it was like, oh, it's $50 a ticket because it's a demo. He does like a whole demo. Yeah. And I was like, I texted my mom because she was like, please go and get me a signed copy. And I was like, I'll do that. I can spend 20 bucks on a book and then get a signed copy. Fine. Well, I texted her and I was like, mom, I'm sorry. I can't spend 50 bucks. Just to get in, to get up, to buy a book, to get it signed. Well, yeah, I was like, I, I'm sorry, especially with all the shit that I've got to put money towards right now mm-hmm. between the trip and the tickets to Fear Farm and the wedding. It's just too much. And so she was like, well, I'll buy if I buy you the ticket, will you go? You have to promise you'll go if I buy you the ticket. And I was like, OK, I will go if you buy me the ticket. So she bought me the ticket and now I have to go. Oh, no. <laughs> well, it's cool. It's like he's he's making like a pasta dish. Mm. I guess. And it's going to be like pasta and clams or something. I like seafood. So and pasta. Um, pasta. So I'm excited about it. And apparently if you get there early enough, they do have limited copies of the book for like free. Nice. I'm going to try to get one of those for her. And then so I've got a busy day on Thursday. I have a bunch of shit to do. I still have to get laundry done. (laughs) But uh I'm looking forward to this weekend. I lied. I had a form of betrayal happen this week. Okay? Tell me. So, the new My Hero Academia movie is coming out. Okay. On October 29th. Uh Uh-huh. We hadn't really made plans to go see it, but it was kind of, you know, you don't have to, you know, you don't have to. It was was an unspoken knowledge that we were going to go see it, right? Uh Uh-huh. Well, she, she gets this job with one of her coworkers. They're filming a music video. And she's like, hey, like, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be out of town Halloween weekend. So I don't like, you know. (gasps) And then she's like, so I was thinking like, because the movie comes out that weekend, you could like take somebody else to go see it. And I was like, no, that's okay. Like, it's whatever. I can wait. Like, we can wait till it comes out on HBO or whatever. And she's like, well, Daniel wants to go see it. So we were going to go see it in San Diego. And I was all, fuck you. (laughs) Yep. Taste of betrayal. (laughs) Absolutely. And so it begins. She chooses work over you, Liz. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's okay, though, because you know what happened? I'm just kidding. They uh, rescheduled, so now she has to fucking see the movie with me. There is no if and thoughts about it. She's stuck with me. Ha! Ha! Yep, so. I just yep. realized when I say ha, it looks like an eagle uh, from above on my sound on my sound thing. Ha! Oh, it's just a bar. <laughs> No, mine mine looks like huh? Mine looks like a little eagle. Huh? 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 Oh, they got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those look like little Yodas. Sorry. Um <laughs> maybe we should uh maybe we should talk about what we came here for and that's uh your case this week. Fuck yeah, it is. Thank God. I, I, I still fear the day. This whole week, I was like, oh my God, I forgot to research. And then I was like, no, that's next week. Although I should have probably picked something by now. That's okay. I picked this this morning. 
Good. Exactly. Yeah, but like I have the one year one. It's so I can't I can't let anybody down. No pressure or anything. There's a lot of pressure to make it good. <laughs> I'm not my executive dysfunction is uh is really taking its toll. I can tell. Yeah. The heavy breathing, the profuse sweating. That's just a normal day. <laughs> oh shit. Are you ready to dive into this? Yes. All right. Hi guys, I'm Liz. And I'm Allie. And welcome to That Shit Is Fucked. A.K.A. T.S.I.F. If it's weird, spooky, creepy, or just fucked up, we're gonna talk about it. So if you're into the fucked up shit like we are, strap on in and we'll take you for a ride. Buckle up, motherfuckers. I want you to know, further um, and further. I don't think that we've done this, but I'm going to feel like an absolute asshole if we already have. So, oh man, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready for you to feel like an asshole, kind of. I'm ready for this day because then we're going to have to come up with something on the fly. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That'd be funny as fuck, though. Today we're going to be talking about the true story behind The Conjuring 2. I do not think we've discussed this yet. I don't think so either. Continue. Okay, good. <laughs> Proceed. Proceed. So, as we know, we did start a Warrenverse type dealio, but we didn't make it very far because... Oh, Indeed. Because um, kind of controversial shit about Ed Warren, but it's fine. So today... It's fine. We'll be discussing the, the story behind Conjuring 2, but also behind the... Infield poltergeist or haunting. I'm sorry. Ooh, in, okay. The Infield haunting, which is another movie yeah, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. based off of the book written by the investigators who took part in this haunting. So <laughs> it started in 1977 in in Infield, which is in the UK. The groovy. 70s. The groovy 70s. It started in 1977, lasted for about two years, so until 1979. Oh, wow. And it takes place with the Hodgson family. And they were terrorized by a poltergeist. And it all began, like many great stories do, with one of the, with the youngest daughter playing with a Ouija board. See, okay, you know, I don't think children should be allowed to touch them because they're just not responsible. Yeah. Every time, every time a little kid fucks with a Ouija board, this is what happens. Shit happens. You don't hear, you know what I'm saying? Fucking kids, man. Yeah. Contain your kids. Contain them. Kids these fucking days. Contain the children. Contain. So I'm not sure, because we just watched Conjuring 2. Okay. And so their depiction of it was that her and her friend had made a homemade Ouija board because as far as I understood, that is not something that her mother would have allowed her to have. So either this 11-year-old went and found one and bought one or they made one. I don't like that. I don't either. The made one makes it like creepier, right? Like, yeah, no, 100%. It makes me, it bothers me more that it was like handmade because I feel like that's just got more like it's got like a deeper connection, you know. right? Like it's got a piece of you. Yeah. You like I Yeah. I don't like it. No, yeah, don't neither. make your own Ouija boards. Just like you don't DIY an exorcism. Don't DIY an, a Ouija board. Unless like well, I mean, unless you know what you're doing, I guess. Well have But you like s- no, just in general, don't. Just don't. Just gen- just don't. Have you seen The Conjuring 2? Uh yeah, probably a long time ago. It was like 
It was, it, I think the homemade one, how they depicted it was pretty creepy. It had like magazine cutout letters it was on the back of a fucking mm. cereal box it was creepy it was weird i didn't like it that's fair after janet who was the 11 year old <laughs> played with the ouija board a tapping mm-hmm. began on the walls and it would happen pretty continuously it kept them up at night and the children seemed to be the only ones who witnessed it of course it started with janet and her sister And then she had two younger brothers as well who would experience it. It would happen all over. So it would start like tapping on one wall downstairs and then you could hear it upstairs on the floor or whatever. So it would move places fairly quickly. Could it have not been mice? It it very well could have been. Okay. Mice do exist. It's been proven. (laughs) Scientifically. Scientifically. So Miss Hodgson, her name was Peggy, but... I feel like we'll get confused with all the ladies' names, so Miss Hodgson was a single mother. <laughs> okay. Um, raising the four kids by herself. She was stressed, high stress. She's living in the 70s. A single working mother trying to raise four kids, like a mom trying to raise four kids anyways, is stress enough. She That is true. Yeah, so she took all the knocking on the walls as, like, one of the kids' games. Either all of the children were involved or a couple of them were doing it to scare the other kids. She thought it was a game. and so Which, she... I mean, most parents probably would. Yeah, of course. And, like, what are the odds that all four children are in the room at the same time? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, so she just kept telling them to knock it off. Even they were like, no, it's not us. So she would just get, like, she became continuously, like, more and more angry with her kids until one night she was absolutely fed up with them. She was trying to put them to bed and she was putting the boys to bed downstairs and her girl's room, the girl's room was upstairs and she heard a big old crash happen and she's all, oh my God, this is like, I'm on my last fucking straw. So she went upstairs to tell them to knock it off opens the door and both the girls are on their beds with their dresser like pulled away from the wall and pushed like pushed to the side she's like you guys like stop messing around it's time for bed just put the dresser back and they're like no we didn't do that it moved by itself and she's all put the dresser back they're like no we're not gonna touch it we just watched it move by itself like fuck that shit (laughs) (laughs) yeah fuck no (laughs) and so mrs hodgson was like Okay, whatever. And tried to put the dresser back herself and was unable to. And she later described it as like there was an invisible force pushing the opposite direction while she was pu- trying to push it back in place. Like a magnet like, on the, uh, uh, the, you know. Yeah. You know, when you're trying to push magnets together when they're on the opposite ends of the ma- magnets. Mag- <laughs> you know that TikTok where it's like. <laughs> Repel. They're repelling each other. The Science. TikTok video it's like how girls brains work and it's like a rap song and it's all and then it's like how boys brains work and it's all have you have you have you ever have you ever had um like like a like a dream and and where like where the and the dream and that's what you just sounded like (laughs) i have not seen that tiktok but that's that's pretty accurate though my brain has like two modes it's either too fast or too slow at all times that's hilarious because that was just what it reminded me of. The, and the, like, like magnets, but, like, when they're, when they're uh, backwards. <laughs> <laughs> I wish not be judged. But you came to the wrong place. You right, though. So she tried, Miss Hodgson tried to push the dresser back to where it came from. I'm assuming it's a dresser because they called it a chest of drawers. That's a dresser, Yeah, right? yeah, that's a dresser, okay. right? I believe so. So she finally, like, 
stood back and was like examining the scene like what the fuck why isn't this moving when the dresser moved by itself again towards the bedroom door that's a no for me yeah it stopped before it got there but they described it as like it was trying to shut them into the room ah yeah don't like that absolutely fucking freaked out because she has now witnessed what her children have been telling her are is happening and she's like i just saw a fucking dresser move on its own we're leaving So she took all of her kids (laughs) and ran them across to the neighbor's house. While the neighbors, whose the wife's name was also Peggy, and her husband, Vic. Ah, now this makes sense. Yeah, lived across the street. So Peggy sent her husband to go investigate. And he's a big, burly builder guy. So they're like, you're big and strong. Go take care of the thing. You wanted to be the man of this house. You get to take the responsibilities. Ghosts and spiders. That's what they're they're here for. Fuck yeah. So they sent him over there and this is a quote from him. He said, I went in there and I couldn't make out these noises. There was a knocking on the wall, on the ceiling. I was beginning to get a bit frightened. <laughs> Which Oh god. Fair would be as well. Just a bit though. Yeah. He's like, I don't know what the fuck's going on in there. I'm scared. Let's call the police. So that's exactly what they did. (laughs) Okay. When the police arrived, they investigated the house, but they couldn't find anybody and, like, couldn't find the source of the tapping. Right. But what they did see... Because ghosts. Because ghosts. Yeah, they're invisible, but it's whatever. What they did see was a large armchair move four feet across the floor unassisted and there was an official yeah there was an official report made by wpc carolyn heaps who was one of the officers that came to investigate okay she investigated the chair and tried to find like anything that would you know Mm. any strings or pulleys or whatever that would have moved the chair and she's like i couldn't find anything there was nothing attached to this chair no reason why it should have moved so they then left Whoa. the Hodgson residence and were like, um, we can't do anything for you because nobody's <laughs> breaking the law, but good luck. Sorry, don't know what to tell ya. Yeah, pretty much. They're all, um, sorry, peace. <laughs> and so they're like, well, okay, fuck then. This is where things get kind of shady because, of course, all hauntings have their own... But anyways, every all of you know, every haunting has its has its non-believers and the and the people who are like, this is physical proof and you still don't believe it, and they're like, Yeah, whatever, it's all fake. It's falsified. Yeah, it couldn't be real. So the weird part about this is that the people they've contacted after the police was the press. Okay. Yes. So that's a little shady. So they ended up sending it's a little suspicious. It is a little a little sp- it's a little suspicious. So they ended up sending out a photographer and reporter. His name was Graham Morris. He said, I take this with a grain of salt because he is a reporter, right? Like, sorry, anybody who's in the journalistic <laughs> yeah. community, but like exaggerations are your forte. <laughs> right. So he said when he showed up, it was, quote, absolute or it was chaos. Things started flying around. People were squ- screaming. So. Ooh. Really? A little dramatic. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, but I mean, still, I, yeah, you're right. Yeah. But like, like, it's just called to sensationalism. Say, just to say those things without any, like, like, like no examples, yeah. you know, like just things were flying around. Furniture was flying around. Kitchen, you like, you know, like there's just like things were flying yeah, around. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Screaming. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> 
It just sounds like, I don't know, very vague for me. But one of the images... (laughs) It was chaos. um, So one of the images is said to show Janet's body being thrown across the room. And others are of her face distorted in pain. Okay. They show pictures of her levitating, quote unquote. And... We'll post them, see what everybody thinks. We'll get your opinion on them. Yeah. So after the reporter showed up, the family then sought the help from the Society for Psychical Research, and it's called the Uh SPR, which I kept writing SRP. (laughs) SRP. And they sent Maurice Gross and Guy Lyon Playfair to investigate. And Gross and Playfair are the ones who wrote the book that the Enfield haunting is based off of. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So Gross' direct quote from him is, as soon as I got there, I realized that this case was real because the family was in a bad state. Everybody was in chaos. Word chaos is used a lot. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. The investigators would then experience the horror of the poltergeist that the Hodgson's had been living with. There were toys Hmm. being thrown around like Legos and marbles that would just like fly through the air. The photographer actually got hit in the face with one of the Legos hard enough to make him bleed. Oh shit! Ow. Mm-hmm. And Gross well, said that the do Legos we- do like a D four? Yeah, I would assume so. Okay, because they're they're pretty hard plastic. They're pretty sharp edges. Yeah. Gross said that the odd thing, like the weirdest thing about that, is when they went to pick up whatever had been thrown, it was hot to the touch. Really? Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's kind of weird. Yeah. Furniture would also levitate and sometimes be thrown around across the room. The family would be hurled out of their beds at night. And then Whoa. there, of course, like the levitating of the children. Eh. Who doesn't want to fly, right? Well, okay. I'm sorry, but I think I'd be more upset about like being ripped out of my bed in the middle of sleeping. Mm-hmm. Than yeah. being made to levitate. I, I'm sorry. I think I would be more pissed off. I know myself. Yeah. No, I agree. I'd be like, oh, cool. Look, I'm floating off the ground. That's pretty neat. I would I would already be grumpy from being woken up, let alone yes. from being woken up like that. So. Exactly. That's exactly. I feel. I feel. So the focal point of the haunting, though, seemed to surra- like be Janet. She was the one that was levitated most often. She had the most problems. And she was also the puppeteer, like the puppet of the poltergeist so he would talk she was the chosen one she was the chosen one probably because she was the one using the fucking ouija board yeah that makes sense the poltergeist would talk through her and i'm pretty sure his name was bill wilkins i can't tell if that was just the name that they used from the conjuring or if that was the actual name that they like was for realsies but i'm pretty sure it's bill wilkins that's a good strong name yeah and he would answer questions that generally uh gross would direct towards him and this was quoted as coming from janet in bill's voice and it says two years before i died i went blind then i had a hemorrhage then i fell asleep and died in a chair in the corner er, in a chair in the corner downstairs oh no apparently this guy died in the house previously and this family was now renting it out huh finally they did bring a priest in to bless the house they said that it helped with 
or I'm blessed slash exercised the house. They said that it did help with the, like the happenings, like the tapping stopped, the levitating, all of that ended up stopping, but they could always feel like the presence of somebody there. Like they never actually left the house. Mm -hmm. They just kind of stopped the tormenting. And Janet actually ended up marrying very young and moved far away from her childhood home as far as she could. Yeah, and would later go on to tell reporters that she and her sister, because let's back this up, there are (laughs) a lot of people who are very skeptical about this case, and there are a few reasons why. Okay. The SPR actually ended up finding footage of Janet and her sister preparing a scene in which to, like, fool the investigators. Really? Yeah. And they did make an official statement saying that, yes, we have faked a couple incidences. We just wanted to see if the, if Gross and Playfield would figure out that it was us. And they did both times. Like, they figured out when it was them playing the tricks. Okay. because of that official statement, Gross and Playfield were like, no, you need to retract that statement because now everything that we do is because of you guys, right? Like, now you're the real poltergeist because of that statement. Mm Mm-hmm. So, Janet did did give an interview later on after her mother had passed and said that, yeah, we played like a couple tricks on the investigators while we were there. We were kids, you know, stuck in a very terrifying situation. We maybe pulled one or two pranks on them and they found us out both times. Well, that's one or two too many. Yep. So that is the basis for a lot of the skeptics. mm -hmm. It's like you- I don't blame them. I don't either. Like, you literally caught them fucking with you. But Yeah, who knows when they're telling the truth and when they're lying at that point. Exactly. But in the interview, Janet did say, she's like, I don't mind talking about it as much since my mother's gone. Like, this was a lot of stress on her and it really, like, degraded her health. So after she died, she came forth and talked about it some more. She's all, doesn't even, like, really matter to me whether anybody believes me or not because I know what happened and I was there and I experienced it. And... Mm-hmm. I can't really tell. I don't think she makes any money off of them. I mean, I guess at that point, why why lie if you're not getting anything from it? Exactly. Because she was against the movie being made. Mm-hmm. Because it, w- it came out while her mother was still alive and she was just so against it happening. Because she didn't want it to like rehash the memories. I mean, honestly, that makes sense to me. So her... Youngest brother ended up dying when he was 14. Her sister moved out shortly after Mm. she did, but her other brother ended up staying in the house before their mother died. Okay. And he said even right before he left, you could still feel the presence of whatever was there in the house. And then there was a family who took it over a couple years after that. And it was another mother with children, a single mother with children. And she had heard about the history of the house and was kind of iffy about it. But she's like, we're not, if we don't have any problems, like I'm not too worried about it. We need a place to live. And things started happening as well. And then one night, one of her sons woke up and said, mom, there was a man standing in my bedroom. I don't want to be here anymore. And they literally moved out the next day. Ooh, Uh, yeah, I would too. Yeah. Smart thinking. Those are the people that movies aren't made about. Exactly. Then there is a family that is currently living at that address. They wish to remain anonymous because their children don't know anything about like what happened there and they don't want to scare them. So That's fair. I mean, that's a good parent if you ask me. I think so as well. So that is the Einfield poltergeist that uh, happened at the same time as the Amityville. Um, Oh. Oh, wow. Yep. While Amityville was happening, this was happening. 
or like right after it was either like the same time or right at the end of the Amityville, this was beginning. The Warrens uh, weren't really involved at all. They did make a trip to England to go visit the house, but basically they were like, yep, this place is haunted and then left. Wow. Yeah. That's it. See, I, well, and like, again, it kind of comes back to, was it real? How much of it was actively real? Like, I, I still think maybe to a degree you can think, you can say, okay, well, they probably like exaggerated what was going on, but that doesn't necessarily mean nothing was happening. Exactly. Exactly. So I think, I don't know. There's just like some things that I find hard. Like how could kids, like, how could they figure that out? You know, like how could, Right, right. 13, the levitation. Yeah, how can an 11 year old and a 13 year old figure out how to throw furniture? That's literally twice. Right, both or their like body rip people combined. out of their beds. Yeah, exactly. So there is some stuff, and for it to be a very large, like for it to be a con job, it just seems like that's a lot of people involved. Because for were no like, reason. Yeah, there were like 30 witnesses as to what was occurring at this house. So it seems yeah. like quite a few people to have involved in a giant scheme. Right. So I agree. something had to have been happening. Hmm. Well, that was a good choice. Thank you. Yeah, you are welcome. It was uh, definitely fun to research. The If y'all Absolutely. haven't seen it, I am not a huge fan of scary movies, but The Conjuring 2 was fantastic. It definitely does play on the Warrens quite a bit, and it throws in some aspects that, you know, just kind of combine the Warren verse movies all together. I like it. I like it. I think they did a really good job because they do like a small comparison at the end, but I think they did a really good job sticking true to the oh, story I love when after that. Do that. Yeah. And love when people, movies do that. Yeah. Like the people who were like skeptical were involved, like they pretty much stayed pretty fairly true to the, to the OG story. Nice. That's good. That's always nice to see. Well, thank thank you for sharing and uh, thank you guys all for listening. As usual, you guys are wonderful. Yay, you're wonderful. <laughs> well, uh, if you want to keep listening to us, you can find us here on any of your major streaming platforms, Spotify, iTunes. There are more. Google. I think find us find us anywhere really <laughs> and if you want to look at our socials we are at the TSIF podcast on pretty much everything fam- uh, Facebook Instagram and of course Twitter we use Instagram the most and at that usually like once or twice a week get a little update post and then of course we have our shop which I have been giving you guys the completely wrong address for it's no wonder the address is I think it's the TSIF podcast dot big cartel dot com I think I looked it up recently. <laughs> but you can also find it linked to our website. Which is the TSIF podcast.wix.site forward slash the TSIF podcast. And since Liz is way smarter than me, um, that's probably the correct link. <laughs> that is the correct link. And on that note, we got one more week till Halloween. I'm so excited. As of recording, I have not picked my subject matter yet, but I will have picked it as of release. So get ready for something really cool. Hells yeah. And I'm sure it'll be so exciting because you always find the coolest shit to talk about. I mean, we'll see what I can dig up. Mm, Get your shovel ready. Can you hear this? Yeah. It's the springs on my (laughs) boomstick. V's going to yell at you. Why? Because she yells at me every time mine does that.
But I'm doing it intentionally and not accidentally. That's probably worse. I'm sorry, V. I'll stop. (laughs) All right. Well, we love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. And we will uh, meet back here next week. The gang's all here. Bye. Bye. I was really trying to hold in a sneeze. I saw that.